Welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by... Charles Jamat, and I'm joined by... Andy Kane. Good evening, gentlemen. Good it's evening. a busy day with... You know, it, it's less news than you would think, considering we had a Nintendo Direct today. What? The Nintendo <laughs> yeah. is packed. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. No, we we took two weeks off, and we really only have two stories to talk about. <laughs> oh, I loved the Direct. Oh, don't worry. We'll get into that. We'll get into the Direct. Mm. Um, but I think what's, what's far more important to discuss. Ooh, say it. Is that I have received an analog pocket. Wait. Oh, all those. Wait, you just got it? I got it like uh, a couple. I got it like last week. Were you just not checking your mail? (laughs) No, I was in wave C. Yeah, I'm remembering now they did multiple waves. I think I didn't pre-order one because it would have taken until right now to get it. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) that's what I did. Um, If you're unfamiliar, the analog pocket is basically a game boy <laughs> yeah um it's more or less they they have eight it's the same design factor as a game boy although it has a beautiful oled screen mm-hmm. um you can put your game boy cartridges and game boy advanced cartridges in it and play it i played dragon quest warrior monsters on it Ooh. earlier and pokemon Wait, you have the cartridge yes i do i still have Aww. my cartridges um, I think I still have my Golden Sun cartridge, too, but I haven't tried that yet. I was super impressed that when I put that fucking cartridge in from, like, 1996, mm-hmm. that the battery hadn't died. My save was still in there. Oh. I was going to say, I was like, yeah. did you have to replace the battery on the cartridge? No, I put it in, and it was exactly there. And I was walking around like, I do not remember how this game works at all. <laughs> but I do did remember. You name your, wait, is this the Pokemon <laughs> Dragon Quest? Yeah, this is the Pokemon Dragon Quest. So, yeah. what did you name your different monsters? Uh, I don't know if the, I don't know if I named them, but it was just like Drake, Jester, something like that. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see like what potty humor you thought were funny. No, I wouldn't do that. I always went for cool names. Oh well, then what kind of cool names would your monsters have been? That's what Drake, Jester. Okay. Uh, all right they also um just recently in a firmware patch they updated it so uh it also can just run emulators now <laughs> um so i have emulators for ness game boy game boy advance color snes on there and oh god that's gotta be nice oh it is it's super nice and honestly I am so surprised how good the feeling of playing on like the Game Boy form factor is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got, really nice. It's yeah. really nice. I got to hold one when a friend of mine got it like six or eight months ago because it has been a whole while. Um, but the screen is just gorgeous and the build quality is incredible. And it's just it makes you want to play games like it's just yeah. such a great way to enjoy it. You just yeah. want to play. It's um, it's funny too. They're also they're. Re- <laughs> I think um, my partner was like, "How is this legal?" And I'm like, "Well, it's not illegal." <laughs> isn't it a patent? Or maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I shouldn't speak to it because there was a whole thing about reverse engineering. Yeah, it's um, always the thing, right? That it's got like- into like some people in hot water, but then I think it worked. 
And then um, it became a thing of it's the difference between downloading a ROM and playing it versus like playing it off the cartridge in terms of like the technology of what's legal and stuff. I don't know. Well, it's, I mean, it, it's I mean, Nintendo is not making Game Boys anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because I don't I don't think it's a one for one copy of the hardware. They had a like. Oh, I mean, it's not. And it has that yeah. beautiful OLED screen. Speakers are also fantastic, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Things sounded really good on it. Oh, well, you're lucky. I mean, when you, when you hear that, that, when you hear that fucking Pokemon beat, when you start the game, it's like, it's like, ah, it's all the serotonin. Well, you have it up on the screen. Yeah. Go to store. Click on store. Yeah. Are they available right now? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, wait. Okay, it is 2020. Well, we're, yeah, that's the year we are in currently, yes. Ooh, that white one looks nice. I like the black one better. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what If I click ships 2023. Uh, let's see. Pocket is available for pre-order. Lemon is two pockets. I don't know. <laughs> if you order today, it will ship in 2023. You know, anywhere in the next... 10 yeah. months yeah yeah uh i don't need that one, one that bad but it's super I, it, cool it's, yeah it was it was very nice i these guys make other really good stuff too yeah um yeah the super nintendo and the genesis one are also very neat mm-hmm. i wonder if they're gonna make like a ps1 that's tough because i think oh it's it's because those are CD drives like these are cartridges. So it's it's a little more. There's a little more gray area when you have something like a cartridge and a prepared, uh, you know, like a specific kind of form factor connector. Mm-hmm. A CD drive is a little more like, hey, no, no, no. We could still do this whenever we want. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I don't know, but I think they're so cool and they're cute. Look they at are. the little Super NT. It's so cute, man. I don't need it. I don't need it. Yeah, you do, Andy. No, I don't. You do. I'll never play it. I'll never use it. I mean, yeah. neither am I. It's going to go into my. Um, <laughs> it's going to go into my cabinet. Um, I mean, because I have the Steam Deck. I mean, I might. I don't know. I'll probably play it a little bit. I still have it on my desk right now because I've been just kind of playing with it. But I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever like take it with me places. No, go back and relive Dragon Quest Monsters. I was thinking about it. Honestly, I, I I opened it up and I was like, what's the speed run for Dragon Quest Monsters? Yeah, <laughs> it's like I think it's like two and a half hours. Um, it's so weird because I have so many vivid memories of playing Dragon Quest Monsters. Really? But I, I, I don't know. I just spent a lot. of, But I opened it up and it's like I only spent 50 hours playing it, which I'm like, that's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But As a kid, um, you could sink forever into it. But um. I was just walking around the map. I'm like, I don't fucking remember how this game works at all. <laughs> you didn't get a wave of memories. Well, I just I like I logged in and it's just like, congratulations, you beat the tournament. And I'm like walking around like, OK, so what do I do? <laughs> and I just walked into like these fields like where you fight monsters and I'm so over level that I'm just destroying everything. Sure. So I'm like, I'm like, so did I beat the game? Did I not beat the game? <laughs> I can't I can't decide. It feels like I beat the game. I don't know. I remember grinding uh, King Metal Slimes for XP a lot. That's what I remember. Sure. Well, I think that's cool. Use this opportunity 
of a, 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 a modern way to enjoy the past and at least start a new game? Or is it only one save per cartridge? I think it's only one save per oh, cartridge. Oh, man. You can't lose that's okay. that. It's that, precious. That, that's okay. I just load it onto my SD card and play the emulator. Actually, that's version. true. That's, yeah. that's very true. Um, oh, cool. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a really cool device. It is. And be jealous. A of little it. jealous, but I don't need it. Yeah, you do, Andy. Uh, you do need it. I like looking at my. Oh, d- take that off the screen, James. What? What? <laughs> what? Super cute, super NT. Oh, it's super cute, Andy. Look at it. <laughs> power and the reset button. Oh, it plays at seven. It plays at 1080p, zero lag. No oh, accuracy. it's so cute. Get rid of Mega it. Man X, Super Mario World. Stop it. Now, to be fair, I have an upscaler, so technically Play Final Fantasy V. Look at it! Look at that with the cartridge in there. Look at it! Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> oh, well. Any, oh, anyway. Well. So yeah, there's Nintendo Direct today. Yeah, that's why recording today instead of yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. and let me tell you. Mm. Eh. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 I there are two there's like two good things and that what? was about it. I loved it. Why usually I'm non plus. Well, yeah, but you're a bigger you're a bigger fanboy for Nintendo properties. Maybe. It, is it just because they talked about Kirby a lot, Andy? No. No. There yes. was lots of fun announcements. Like? Alright. Well, let's let's run down the announcements. Uh starting out. Uh, they did a deep dive into Pikmin 4. <laughs> um, I've never been a Pikmin guy. I don't know about you two. Nope. I yeah. always I always want to get into Pikmin, and then I don't. I, <laughs> I figured that I would give it a chance this time around. Oh? Um, and that might happen. <laughs> well, we'll see what's coming out. I think it's coming out in... Uh... The, in July. July, yes, July. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what else is coming out around those times. Um, they also came out uh, with the Splatoon 3 expansion pass, which includes Inkopolis and a side order story for the uh, campaign. Uh, sure. Am and I t- making listen. up this number? Didn't 10 million people buy Splatoon 3? I don't think that's true. There was a very large amount of people. that. Yeah, it was. Japan loves Splatoon. Let's be very clear here. Um, Yeah, 10.13 million copies. 10.13 million. Yeah, worldwide as of December. Yeah, that's insane. Who's playing? No, no, I need to realize that just because it's not my (laughs) world. Uh, I was ready to jump on you with it. No, no, no. Listen, there's a there's a big world out there of people playing Fortnite and Splatoon. I just it's just not me. I'm not playing. But yeah, so of course there's an expansion pass. Yeah, I mean, there was for two, too. I mean, so Mm -hmm. it's unsurprising. Um, Advance Wars one and two reboot camp is finally coming out. Nintendo is apparently apparently Ukraine is winning enough that they decided (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they can release it now. Um, if you don't remember, they were supposed to release it in December of 2021, and then Russia invaded Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know about Advance Wars, the villains are a Russian faction, more or mm-hmm. less, um, thinly veiled. But uh, they they revealed that it will be coming out on April 21st. 
I really kind of thought they would be like, okay, things are looking good. Drop it now. Drop it. Yeah, now. I thought it would have been a drop it now. Yeah, I don't know why they're waiting. I, I'm sure they have some reasoning for it. Um, it certainly in April puts it in the new year, so maybe they're just looking at their financials. But mm. um, so so let's hope that the uh, the the uh, the Ukrainian conflict doesn't get any worse. Yeah. By- and then I'll take away our advance wars. That's right. No advance. That's the important thing. The true tragedy. <laughs> we should focus on that. Uh, they also revealed that Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games will be coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Game Boy games will be coming to base Nintendo Switch Online. And Game Boy Advance games will be coming to Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack, which is where they lock in N64 games as well. Um, the games they listed for Game Boy, uh, Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, Link's Awakening DX, uh, Gargoyle's Quest, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare as a weird pick. Yeah. Um, Warrior Land 3 and Kirby's Dream Land, Andy. And Metroid 2. And Metroid 2. That's right. Um, um, and then, and then yeah. for the GBA, the uh, Oracles of Ages and Season, the Pokemon trading card game, Kirby, Tilt and Tumble, um, and other games, including Super Mario Bros. 3, uh, Wario War, uh, Kuru Kuru Kuruin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you look it up if you want to find out what that game's about. <laughs> uh, uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is actually a very good game. And the and uh, Legends of the Minish Cap. And other games like Metroid Fusion, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, and F-Zero Maximum Velocity and Golden Sun will Golden be added Sun. later. I thought this was a fun announcement. It is. It is. It is a fun announcement. Kind of, but for me, I kind of have all those games running completely legally on my Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the thing about any of the game places that say we are re-releasing or, you know, making available again all your old favorites. Yeah. And here is a slew of them, right? Me, as an uh, older adult, is just like... I'm never going to go back to play these. <laughs> I struggle already to play other games. I'm still sure. playing Horizon Forbidden West. I was yeah. going to ask if you I, finished that yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm, there's side quests after side quests going on. I haven't even reached the West Coast yet. Oh, jeez. You got a ways. Um, that's it. But like, I, so that's the thing. Like, For older established people, I'm not sure how much that that this affects us. For younger people, I'm not sure how much they care either. <laughs> I don't know if young people care. I, I mean, I think what you have to figure is that they're kind of just super targeting several. Like, one of these games will mean something to someone, and they'll go back and put like that's that person's favorite game. Like, I'll be perfectly honest with you, Tetris on the original Game Boy has a very significant emotional impact with me because my grandmother played that nonstop. Like like literally she sat there in her fucking reclining chair and she would just play Tetris all day on her game boy. Um, It's so sweet. It is. And I have like a weird kind of like attachment to that. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure like someone like somewhere in this list, right? There will be people that have attachments and go play those games. Like, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga is actually a very good game. Um, so is Minish Cap. Um, but I 
play all the Legends Zelda games anyway on a weirdly kind of secular, secular basis. Um, Superstar Saga I might go back and play, but I'm not, again, we'll play it on my Steam Deck. <laughs> um, I'm excited for Oracle Ages and Seasons. Oracle Ages and Seasons are also go very those. good. Those are very good Zelda games as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's cool. Um, this weird gating with the expansion pack is is still weird to me. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I don't it like for 64 games. Sure. Like maybe the licensing deals for those are slightly more fresh, so they cost more money. But like for Game Boy Advance games, why? <laughs> like what's the big fucking deal? Like the only one I'm sure had any sort of licensing issue was the Pokemon trading card game. <laughs> That was an original Game Boy game, wasn't it? No, that's a Game Boy Advance game. Oh. Um. um oh wait, hold on. Let me look at it again. Actually, no, that might be a Game Boy Color game. I think you're right. Andy. I remember it being out when the Game Boy Color was out. I, yeah, I think I, I you're think... right on Game Boy Color. I remember seeing pictures of it on Game Informer in color. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, certainly some of these games, especially there, there's a Mario Kart Super Circuit in there. They're adding online play for some of those. So, you know, that's that's the other benefit, right, where she can get online play where they put that in. They figured that out, which is nice. That's cool. But I don't know. I just it's like this expansion pack thing's so weird. <laughs> just, it's yeah. I mean, there's good stuff in it. It's just I don't care that much. Yeah. Again, I still don't have it, which says a lot. <laughs> uh, Your Steam Deck does all of it. It does do a lot. I'm I'm a good boy, uh, and so Andy, I. Andy, I have to. given Nintendo so much money. <laughs> I am actively listen. Here's the thing, right? I'm begging them to fucking release Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, which they didn't announce today. Uh, um, just so i can pay them for it again mm. i have those games on my steam deck i want them on yeah. my switch yeah how do you do the controls uh for twilight oh. princess you play the gamecube version for wind waker you play the wii u version um and there's like they have like a weird tablet like you i think it's simu that does the wii u emulator uh, I, I this is all secondhand knowledge, of course. But um, <laughs> I, why why would it be secondhand knowledge if you own the original games? That's also I dumped those ROMs, <laughs> baby. Um, I certainly didn't use the Wii U USB tool to download them from Nintendo servers. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, Simu has like there's like a hotkey where it like brings up the tablet window so you can look at it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But again, like I just in the same way, it's like I as we're about to talk about the next game they just announced. I want to see how Nintendo is pretty good about doing things when they re-release games most of the time. So like with Zelda, they're going to do some stuff to it and change it up like they did with Cyrus Sword. And I want to see what those changes are. So that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And speaking of that, right. Finally. Fucking finally. Yeah. Um, Metroid Prime Remastered was announced and released today uh, for the for the reasonable cost of $40. I think I think that's reasonable. Um, yeah. The game 
they have remastered. It looked like all the textures, basically. It looked really nice on the trailers. Um, and also, uh, it has HD, or excuse me, it has dual stick controls, so you don't have to use motion controls for it, which honestly was one of the reasons I... Well, A, I never had... Did you Wii. have to like shake to yeah. um get yeah, the, 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 the yeah. jumps? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. I've never I've never played Metroid Prime. Have you two? Prime was on the GameCube. Yeah, Prime was on the GameCube, but I think the Wii version too. Like um, I think most people played the Wii version. Oh. Yeah. I the GameCube playing. didn't sell super well, Andy. I want to be very sure. clear. Yeah. I sure. I was gonna say I, I was gonna say like I remember playing on the Wii. I don't remember it being a GameCube game. It was a GameCube yeah. game, yeah. Oh, okay. So technically, this is the second time they've re-released Metroid Prime. <laughs> I um, thought it was dual stick on the GameCube, but maybe the C stick wasn't for. Yeah, actually, you know, the C stick. I don't think the C I, stick did as much or something yeah, like they made it more. better because they were still figuring out dual stick control. When I the think GameCube they were. Was, yeah. Yeah. But I loved it on the GameCube. I had a great time. So Charles, you played it on the Wii. Andy, you played it on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. I have never played Metroid Prime. Yeah, and don't get game. me wrong. I don't. I didn't finish it. I played oh, okay. it on somebody's place. <laughs> uh, I think I got almost to the end. Um, but it's. I'm gonna. I, I downloaded it. I'm probably gonna start playing it tonight. Um, I think you'd love it. Honestly, I, I, I mean, I've seen. A, here's the thing. I've seen a lot of speed runs of it. <laughs> um, all the speed runs of Metroid Prime are super interesting because it's just entirely out of bounds. It's like, all right, let me go into Morph Ball bomb out and now i'm just flying through the map behind the walls but um no it's always seemed like a really cool game but yeah uh the physical version is not coming out till the end of the month but digitally on the eShop, it is out today for the price of 40 dollars. very reasonable um they still didn't release two and three which is weird um also they didn't say anything about prime (laughs) four yeah that's what's wild it's really weird did yeah. they scrap it and redo well, it? Well, they they came out and said, "Hey, this is not up to our standards. We're going to restart development on it." And they brought yeah. what was their name again? Retro? Who's that? Yeah, Retro. Yeah. Did, they weren't originally developing the new one, right? Did they bring them into it? I can't remember. I don't know, but anyways, I th- yeah, I think a whole new team took over. Which it, wow, that's got to be bad. Yep. Um, and then there's one more big story, which is Tears of the Kingdom. But just to quickly round up the rest of the stuff they talked about, um, Andy, of note to you, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 DLC wave, DLC wave three, or mm-hmm. the next DLC wave, will be coming out on February 15th. Yeah, you're a new party member, Masha. Yeah, and I have not um played it in a long time. Oh. Uh, it was great. And then the DLC like story part, they showed a bunch of characters and I was like, I don't know, <laughs> but they're flying around. So love that. But there's a lot of other found announcements. No, yeah. Samba de Amiga or Samba de Amigos coming back. A Who game that, that feels a game that feels racist. <laughs> uh, no, it definitely, I, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely was like, Hmm. <laughs> it has no. it. The art style has hey. aged, aged super well. Um, I think we'll all give it a pass. Listen, it, it was a more innocent time. Okay. That's right. Uh, 
the Dead Cells Return to Castlevania got a trailer and a March 6th release. It looks super good, and I'm actually super excited to play it even more. Um, Mike Bithel's Tron Identity game got I, Tron Identity game got an April release window. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective will be coming to Switch. Apparently, people are super excited about this. This is a DS yeah. game. I always wanted uh, to play it. Oh. I was guys, I think I think we're overlooking the sleeper hit of this entire series, which is uh, Fashion Dreamer. Yeah, Fashion uh, Dreamer, which they dedicated like five minutes to for some fucking reason. It, it was a, a very long time. I mean, it looks cute. It looks like that'd be something fun for people to do. It's just that was you did not need to show that particular game for that long. Yeah, that's they had some sort of advertising deal. With I that think company. it's a big genre. Like oh, I'm sure it is the dress up game type. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I remember I, I was watching like a deep dive on like I don't know. It, it was talking about like different like online sites for kids, and like one of the big ones are literally just dressing up people. That's it. And there was tons of money in these sites because kids love this crap. And I think there's a lot of mobile games too. So I thought it was interesting they were going into it. It's a dress up game without monetization, or rather, you know. Like predatory monetization, I should say. Mm-hmm. As well. well, give it some time. Uh, <laughs> running down the list, uh, Fire Emblem and Engage DLC Wave Two will feature characters Hector, Soren, and Camilla. Wave Three will include Chrome, Robin, and Veronica. Wave Four will introduce new story content called Fell Xenolog. Yeah. Um, Octopath. Well, oh, good. The important thing about Fire Emblem, Emblem Engage is that with the inclusion of Veronica, Fire Emblem Heroes, the mobile game, is officially recognized in a main story oh, game, cool. which is weird considering the it's now the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> we use the mobile uh, game to promote the main games. Now, let's also promote the mobile game. <laughs> uh, Octopath Traveler got a as a demo release today that's also on other consoles you can get on a psn right now as well um we love katamari was was announced to be released on june 2nd that was Uh, one i was pumped about i have recently become obsessed with katamari damashi again i've only played the first one that was 2012 Um, andy what's that that was 2012 2012 katamari katamari come out no, that was like 2005, 2004. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I and then the we loved was the sequel. Oh, yeah, 2005. Yeah, look at that. Um, yeah. Well, that one was the sequel, and I never played the sequel. So I'm actually very, very excited for this remake. Um, but I've been obsessed with the soundtracks. I just bought a poster. I bought multiple shirts. I have a new water bottle that's right next to me. I love Katamari Damashi. It's so great. So I lost my mind because I was literally just thinking that I wanted this. Mm-hmm. So, thanks, Nintendo. Uh, sea of Stars got a release date for August 26th and a demo releasing today. That's that a 2D. Good. Yep, does. It's a 2D R- uh, RPG game. Um, Chrono Trigger-esque, I would say. Um, just by the art. art was incredible. Yeah. Um, and with some music by Yasunari Mitsuda. There you um, go. We did music for Chrono Trigger. And then uh, K- Kutur- Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe will feature a new Megalore epilogue, and the game is getting a demo today. And right above it, Etrian Odyssey is getting stuff re released. Oh, yeah. All three Etrian Odyssey games. Yeah. Well, the first Which three. I'm really surprised because yeah. half of the game is the map gimmick. 
um, <laughs> where you draw a map as you explore dungeons. And it was on the DS and 3DS. And that was a really fun thing to do in the game. Well, the, uh, the, 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 the Switch is touchscreen. Touch, ah, the True. Switch is touchscreen. I wonder if they'll map it to that. Um, but I, I was always curious if we'd ever get another Etrian Odyssey. Um, and we're not. We're getting remakes. but Or rather, a re-release. There, there but, um, and one of the selling points in the trailer was 26 new portraits across the three games. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot went into that. And that's okay. Those games, there's not much to those games, but they're good. I like and them. then the announcement I, I actually didn't expect to see, because I think I read an article yeah. this was never going to happen, which is Professor Layton and the New World of Steam was revealed. Yep. It's a little CGI trailer. Professor Layton is a fun little um, puzzle game. Was it on DS2 or did it start on the 3DS? Nope, it was DS. Okay, so yeah, it's a DS game and 3DS game. It's a fun puzzle series. Um, I didn't, I kind of read an article a few weeks ago about that series being dead. So the fact that there's a new game coming to the Switch is nice. I'm pumped. I love Percent Fire. I have like four of them that I've gone through. Funny um, enough, I never did get to play any of them. They're fun. They're tons yeah. of fun. They're so freaking charming, too. Yeah. Well, you know what else was charming? Hmm. The life sim, Fantasy Life I. Yes. Steals time. <laughs> yes. Uh, you missed what, what? a couple more things, James. One I'm of sorry. Them. I was trying to hit the, the big ones. What was oh, the no, one? There's important ones. Well, the Let's one start. that Charles called out, Fantasy Life, which I think is from Square. Yeah, um, I, I believe it's Square. Published yeah. by Square, but I think it's yeah. developed by Level 5. Yeah. Um, it's basically, mm-hmm. um, it's it, like in the best way, it's kind of like Animal Crossing mixed with Stardew, or oh, Animal Crossing. Oh, it, this game, yeah, yeah. I you you fight things, you help build your place. <laughs> it's it's adorable looking, and I was like, it you know what? Super cute. I yeah. saw that trailer, and I'm like, are they releasing a Ragnarok online game? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, like you could. You can spend time cooking. You hunt monsters. It's and super, and then you cool. fix your house. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's honestly what I was missing from Animal Crossing. I just wanted to really feel like things. I, I, I wanted to kill things. <laughs> yeah. I think the first one was on 3ds. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so Fantasy Life: The Girl Who Steals Time definitely looks like a must-play for me. Yeah, I was I was definitely interested in in it. Um, no, not Square, just level five. I don't, oh, because oh. Uematsu composed it. Um, but the oh, first one me. came out in 2012. <laughs> Holy cannoli, it's been that long. Yeah, they're really digging into their uh, their vaults for some fucking reason. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I was excited about that. The other thing, and not that I care much about the games, but the hope that it gives me. They're re-releasing Botan Kaitos? Oh, yeah. I saw that, too. I was like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I don't know. You have to explain the... Well, they were GameCube games from Monolith Soft. In, that's an important note for in a moment. Um, but they were like... They were JRPGs that were centered around, like, cards. Um, the battle system was, like... Not, like, a trading card necessarily, but it was all, like, card-based. Um, but, like, just obscure, weird JRPG that i would not have thought that would be the thing they re-release like why in the world charles did you ever play it no i got to stand and look at the screen look at the uh the demo play while mm-hmm. looking sitting around at a GameStop. 
Yeah. So I always wanted to play it. I don't know why I didn't end up playing it, but because it's by Monolith Soft, the team that made Xenogear or Xenosaga, um, which was the team that made Xenogears. But um, so if they're going to re-release Botan Kaitos, <laughs> they're going to re-release Xenosaga because I'll uh, well, re-release Xenogears first. What's that? Well, Xenogears is square. Um, oh, that's true. Xenosaga is Banda or Bandai Namco, which also did um, uh, Botan Kaitos. And I'm assuming they're just working their way back because everybody loves Monolith Soft now. Um, so I'm really hoping we get Xenosaga. I don't know if we'll ever get a Xenogears. Yeah, everyone loves Monolith Soft. Um, they did re- release though, and I bought them the model kit set for uh, Xenogears. And um, I don't know why they released a model kit set, but I bought it. And that must mean there's a remake coming. Let's hope. God bless. But yeah, look at this game. Um, uh, we have it on the stream now. Bonkaito. I don't know why I didn't buy it. I really don't know. But yeah, so it's like card based. Mm. Ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. Um, oh, so, yeah. When I saw that, the only thing I thought was, I don't want to play this. I want Xenosaga. Give me more Xenosaga. <laughs> I mean, what's it? One thing I did get excited about, and I think I only saw it for a fleeting moment, um, was um, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Which yeah, all the, <laughs> yeah. Did you were you a like? Did you like Battle Network, Charles? I never liked Battle Network. So so here's my thing. No, I never got to play them. I only got to oh. watch the TV show, and I got. Uh-huh. I bet. That oh, would the be TV fun. show was good. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I think that would be fun. And then, uh, and, you know, then I was like, oh, I'm way behind on these games, but they're going to release a collection. Yeah, there was like eight in there, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was. It's it was every one of them. Yeah, I always wanted to play them, but I never did. I don't know if they're uh, good. They're Ten. very, they're very different. They're not traditional mega man games. Oh, yeah for sure but like yeah. they made 10 of them why did your voice just crack because i was burping and i tried to stop it i'm drinking a moscow mule and it's um it's making me burpy are, are you drinking out of a copper glass mm-hmm. okay i wanted to make sure yeah I, I, i'm trying to think how to describe it's 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 um there are games that are like this, but I don't require what they're where you have two three by three areas and you have to place things and do turn based fighting around. It's all weird. It's it's <laughs> I don't know why they took Mega Man that direction, but they did and people love it. So it was never for me, though. Give us Mega Man Legends. Oh, where's God. That, where's that third one? We never got this. God Legends is awful. <gasps> James, James. Yeah. Take it back. No, it's awful. <laughs> I'm I sorry. loved Legends. No, Legends is awful. That's, You're that's wrong. Okay. Did you mm. ever play it? Yes, I did, Andy. No, it's you awful. didn't. No, you didn't. Because you wouldn't say that. Mm. <laughs> I did, Andy. It wasn't good. Uh, well, I'd, I'll let you have your opinion. And then after all this rigmarole, we got to the big feeding, which is a new. Oh, no, no, Zel- no, no, no. There was still another oh. one. Oh, my God. What else? There was a scroll. Down. I don't even think it's in this list. What is it? Yeah, that's how. Yeah. OK, what is it, Andy? Um, It was a game 
it almost looked like it was from the um I it was published by Chunsoft um the the Danganronpa. Uh it looked like it was by the Danganronpa team. Are you talking about Deca Police? I don't think it's Deca Police cuz I think that was a weird JRPG looking thing. Mm. Um, but there was, it looked like we have a new Danganronpa type coming where it's about a team of paranormal investigators where you look into mysteries and each of them has like a different type of paranormal skill and you use them to figure out the mystery. And then you confront, um, like the villain, like Scooby-Doo style, and you have to like attack them, like finding like discrepancies and stuff. I loved it. I was watching the trailer and I loved it. Was it Master Detective Archives yeah, Raincoat? Yep. That one. Um, that one I'm pumped about. Um, yeah, it's Spike Chunsoft, which does or publishes. I, I, I forget if they're a publisher or developer. Um, but this one I was pumped about, too. I, it, it looks like Danganronpa. It just does. It just it might be Danganronpa with less visual novel, which is fine. <laughs> Ooh, I'm yawning. Don't let oh, that don't off, James. Don't, don't don't take that as any kind of uh, opinion on. <laughs> oh yeah, watching a cool trailer on silent. Did you ever play the Danganronpas? I tried. Oh yeah, if it's not your thing, but I yeah. love the Danganronpas. Love, 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 love. Yeah. If there's only one problem with Danganronpa is it does take a bit to get into. Um, yeah. But once you're in it, you're in it. But it's anime is all good. God, look at this. Oh, oh, I want this. I want this. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was really cool. Come Guys, there's so much cool stuff in this Nintendo Direct. Come in spring, Andy. So, like, in the next four months. Yeah, I'm pumped. I think this is definitely for me. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Any other games you two want to go through before I <laughs> talk about some? Um, I uh, think that was about it for me. You want know, to talk about Harmony, the Fall of Reverie? No. <laughs> Who wants to talk about that? <laughs> I, I wanted to like it, but it just looks kind of boring. Oh, they also showed a more in-depth tailor of Bayonetta Origins stories in The Lost Demon. Yeah, looks really we cool. Love that. But Andy, Andy doesn't like it, so does like it. Yeah, not an adult woman. He says it's not an adult woman who is a god. I love Bayonetta. Ah, except when she's a young girl. I mean, there's value there too. Okay. Uh huh. Anyway, it'll be good. Uh, so (laughs) finally, um, they uh showed a new trailer for Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, including a lot of new uh, combat and uh, features, including that you get to drive a car. <laughs> yeah, I I could not. It, it's a it's a really nice trailer. Uh, I think it although also furthers the uh, rumors that it is going to involve the Tweely, which are the shadow people from uh, Twilight Princess. Oh, um, you 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 hear um towards the end when Zelda says lend him your power you can very distinctly hear the Tweely uh, voices Ooh, yeah um, it looks cool I don't I still don't have like a great sense of what this game is going to be um, and that's weird I, right I yeah feel, it feels weird <laughs> yeah yeah like I, I really need them to kind of be like <sighs> You know, the dungeon, because it's like, you know, the big complaint about um, Breath of the Wild was that the dungeon sucked. 
the world was so fantastic that it was okay, but the dungeons were so small that it was, you know, that was like, but they also had those mini puzzle dungeons and there were a hundred of them. So that was fine. It all kind of balanced out, but they didn't have like the traditional Zelda, like fire temple, water temple, like big dungeons that you spend a lot of time in. Um, and that's like something I would hope they would fix in this game. Here, there's yeah. that car. Um, but I don't know. I, I still don't. It, it, it's kind of like, are we just telling breath of, is this another breath of the wild game? Right with a new story, you know, and is it going to be where it's just like, yeah, there'll be a bunch of new puzzle shrines and there'll be a bunch of, you know, things to collect and you're still exploring more or less the same map. Um, I'm not trying to shit on this. I still think it's going to be a great game. I just still don't know what separates this game from Breath of the Wild other than the story. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just hope that they address like what you called out. I might play it if there's like more dungeons, right? If there's more bigger scale dungeons and yeah. there's more stuff. To I, I, Maybe I I like the little dungeons. I thought they were fun and I liked them. I still just I didn't get the same sense of satisfaction beating mm-hmm. the the machine. The the I forget what they were the called. Guardians. Guardians. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, the guardian dungeons. So. Um, also, the mask yeah. really kind of sucked in that game, too, uh, <laughs> which is sad. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. I uh, I guess trailer three, maybe they'll specify more about it. But uh, the other big piece of news, however, <laughs> is that it's going to be seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, this yeah, is now confirmed, fuck, man. <laughs> this is now confirmed. Uh, Free orders have gone up. Um, yeah, that's weird. um i think we've talked about the move to 70 dollars in terms of xbox and ps5 and you know this it's it's i don't want to spend the next 15 minutes discussing this because i do want to talk about hogwarts legacy at the very least but um i feel okay with 70 dollars for ps5 and xbox and even pc games to some level because i acknowledge that Game development is so big and so large now that it it requires extra costs, especially when you're talking about the fidelity of graphics and things like that. This is a Switch game, and they haven't really like pushed any boundaries. Like Nintendo still delivers great games, but their great games are because of either story or gameplay. It's never been visual fidelity. And this is not like what are we six years into the fucking switch? It came out 2017. Yeah. Six years. So it's like, why now? Also, by the way, other games they announced the one up for pre-order today. Uh, I can't remember which one it was up uh, still $60. So it's only Zelda. That's $70. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm still going to buy it. Like, here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to sit on my high throne of like, how could Nintendo do this? I'm going to boycott it. Fuck them. I'd pay like, I'd pay $500 for this game and they fucking know it. But um, it's just weird. It's a weird decision to just be like, yeah, we know we everyone wants this game, so we're going to charge 10 more bucks for it. And it's, and it's just this game. It's not like a movement that all our first party titles are going to be $70 going forward. I wonder if it's because it's been in development for so long. When I think we talked about my. Your, I forgot if I talked about my hot take, but I have no problem with a price increase. Even I, here, I don't think there's a problem with it being seventy dollars. And I've been like reading like 
comments in different places. And I don't know. I, I feel bad, but like everybody's like $70 is too much, but $60 is fine. Like, I don't understand why this $10 window is like egregious for something that's been in development for so many years and four years. Well, maybe less, but five probably. I thought it was like like five. They announced it. They announced it 2019. So if you think about it, it was probably in pre-development at Mm -hmm. that point. So five years, even even if it wasn't, who cares? Like they get to charge what they want. And because, again, I think it just comes out to like these are toys. These companies owe us nothing. We're paying for luxury toys. And if it costs $10 more then it costs $10 more. And like I, I, I think it's fine. And if that means you can't buy it right away, I don't know. Then you wait. <laughs> I well, well, Andy, Andy, of the one of the one companies you can't say then you wait for, Nintendo. It's Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo they never lower never th- go on sale, and that's fine. Then that's spend it. more time to save that's up. It. But the other thing I find that's weird is traditionally, right? Mm-hmm. When you see games take a price hike, it mm-hmm. tends to be with a new generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of the first times I've ever seen a game increase mid generation. Yeah, and and they don't even have a good reason. They could make a new generation of a system already. Well, we've gone through record inflation, and we've also this but, has also but, been again for a long time. That's not true because all the other games they announced are are pre ordering for sixty bucks. It's true. just this game that's been in development forever. And who cares? Like maybe it had a larger team than everything, right? But this is just all speculation. If anything. Let them charge what they want. Like, I don't know. I I really don't for some reason. And I've been like trying to self analyze this is like, why do I get so mad when I see people complain in comments about a 10? Actually, actually, that is weird. Andy, why do you get so mad? Yeah, (laughs) the thing. Hey, James and I have already said, right. James is already admitting he's still going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm and my only argument, I'm not even saying necessarily a bad thing. I'm saying it's just weird. Yeah, because you don't think, even do it. So why yeah. is your stance just mad for any dissent? It's, on it's it? like How, it's how's just, the boot taste, Andy? Yeah, actually, <laughs> I think it's that it's this weird. Well, because it always goes back to when I think about when people got mad at the witness for being forty dollars, right? And which I think was an insane argument. The witness was absolutely worth forty dollars, but the witness is going to cost how much the developer wants it to cost, right? Yeah, because again, this is a luxury hobby with a, a, a gate or a, an entry price to begin with. And if someone chooses to sell it for X amount of dollars, then you spend X amount of dollars. And I think the reason I get mad is like when I go through these comments, it's like the responses are so heated and like people are so offended. And it's like this weird sense of entitlement. And I think that's where I just get hung up is that like you're entitled to nothing. Who do, you envision? Well, Who do you it, envision I, when you think about these comments? No, like, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I can well, bring up Detroit right now. It's it's people just saying, like, this has gone too far. This feels like it's gone too far. Blah, 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 blah. It's a toy. Well, Andy, I think at that point, then, you're no longer arguing the point, and you're arguing the outrage. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, again, great for our next story. But hold on. Um, I don't know. But it's, yeah, I think from Charles and I perspective, it's just like, either do it or don't right like if you want to charge 70 dollars for your game charge 70 dollars for your games but why are you just charging 70 dollars for 
Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It or excuse me, Tears of the Kingdom. Like, is it just because you're like, it's going to sell really well and we want to get squeeze every penny we can out of this generation. And again, that's their prerogative and they can do that. Well, I mean, but it why leaves there... a weird taste in your mouth, right? To just be like, it's less, it's so calculated of a move, right? Because, you know, it's like if you go, hey, this is our strategy going forward. This is what games cost. Everyone goes, well, that fucking sucks, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you just right. go, hey, we know that you are going to buy this game. So we're mm-hmm. just going to ask you 10 more bucks. <laughs> and it's like, that's, it feels bad. Like, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a difference between like, like knowing how the sausage gets made. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, no, everyone knows about capitalism and how, you know, yeah. you're kind of screwed under it. No one wants to see it blatantly out. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, when nope. I saw the price hike, I didn't think of it like that. And maybe this is just me simping for Nintendo. I mean, it is me simping for Nintendo, but I was oh, just absolutely. like, I yeah, was just it like, is. Oh, that <laughs> makes sense. It was a longer than de- like expected development and it's inflation. So, yeah. You increase that, this big, big project, this huge project, almost unprecedented with so much expectation because the previous game is one of the best of all time. Um, you know, you sell it for 70. Okay. I mean, that that does create a weird um, expectation, though, where it's like, okay, so now is there a new class of video game that Nintendo releases where, okay, this is a $60 game, but this, this is a $70 game. You know what I mean, right? So it's 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 like they're they're classifying their own games as being more premium, depending. And I it's just weird. Fun. I don't... I, I mean, that's how games work that are sold under $60, right? Indie games are all over the place. I mean, back in the SNES and Genesis day, days, those games were all over the place in terms of cost. They were. They were. Like, and we I, only, when we entered the, like, I don't know the number of generation, but, like, once we entered PS1, that's when we started to get a flat price. N64 cartridges were all over the place, too. But, I mean, they were. Remember, I remember playing 65 for, I think it was Donkey Kong 64. Yeah. And there was, yeah. you know, like, memory on the cartridge and, like, hardware on it, too, that played yeah. a difference. But, I mean, it's. To me, variables fine. I think in, I think in Japan, variables still exists, um, but I don't know. I I think one of it is me reacting to the outrage in comments because it's just like, why do we think we're entitled to this? Um, and then I, also just it it didn't bother me. To me, it just yeah. makes sense. Okay, charge them. The, the I mean, it doesn't bother us because we it doesn't matter for us, right? Yeah. Like, um, Again, they, they they could raise it hundreds of dollars. I'm still buying this game. <laughs> they got. I said I'm not getting it. But like, the, <laughs> uh, but like my thing about this, this is and why I find it weird, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Is that like James was saying, right? We are going to enter this space where we actually can't know uh, what prices the games are going to be, mm-hmm. especially for very popular games. Which, you know, I don't think is going to get too outrageous. It can be, probably in 10 years or five years. Um, but we're in this point where this is like an exploratory model. And there's still, yeah. everyone's been having this argument about how much is a game worth. Like The Witness, right? I think that you know, The Witness is worth $40. I know other people won't necessarily think that. And it's arbitrary. Like, I don't think everyone should ever come up with the same formula for what the price is mm-hmm. but and again it's up to everybody to decide what their price is worth this argument is going to perennially be around now 
especially since it's not going to follow a flat model anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have this argument. People are going to have it, and they're all going to come from different perspectives on life yeah. and how they want to do things and what they can afford. Yeah. That's I, it. And I, th- I think it shields, like, the flat price shields a lot of criticism sometimes because what's going to happen is somebody's going to release a game higher than normal, and it's not going to be. And I think, like, a consensus view is that game was not worth the price. And then it's going to be of like, well, why are you charging me extra to release a shitty game? You mm-hmm. know, so it's it's this is the weird like we're on the tip right of that like slippery slope, and and it's just like I'm so like I don't I don't know what you're thinking here, Nintendo. Like I'm hoping it's just a one time thing, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe with your next console everything seventy that's fine. That's I understand that and that makes sense, but it's like if you're gonna start going picking and choosing which game costs what. Your pl- people are going to start playing a dangerous game, but not even necessarily Nintendo. Other developers are going to start playing dangerous games where oh, someone's yeah. going to charge way too much and it's going to blow back hard on them. Yeah, but then people don't buy it. No, they did buy it. That's the problem. Andy. Oh. <laughs> people are going to buy it and it's not going to be great. Like, imagine if they charged 90 bucks for Cyberpunk. You know what I mean? Oh, I, w- I mean, it, like... I guess, you know, let the free market decide, right? I got it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's that boot taste, Andy? (laughs) I don't think it is. I just let people charge what they want. I just. But, but, but Andy, like, you know what we're saying, though, right? We're not, we're not even, we're not arguing against this, right? We're just telling you this is going to cause a level of confusion. There's going to be a certain level of uncertainty with people. And yeah. things are just going to be less predictable. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Andy loves chaos. I don't see the chaos. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not connecting it. I might be very drunk, but I'm just, <laughs> I don't, I don't see the problem. Even if a game becomes, cause I think like, I remember reading like something in Japan, like a game will be a hundred dollars. Like in where we are, we have games cheaper even. Like games well, there's other places actually, that have games cheaper too. Like yeah. let them let them charge what they want, and if it's too much, then people don't buy it, and the price goes down. But like I I have no problem giving the developer whoever it is a small developer up to a large one charge what you want because when you fix it towards a small model, you know, like what if they charge ten dollars? This is a hypothetical. All right, what if they charge ten dollars more? And I know greed won't allow this. They charge ten dollars more, but it gives a company more space and time to develop it, and it's a healthier development process. Oh, that's and that's and that's fine, right, Andy? But that's the golden path, right? Where well, that's the golden path. Yeah, but- yeah. It's I, I'm presenting the position of where greed is going to overtake people and they're going to release shitty games at high prices and that's going to get into a predatory model right that's the that's the other side of it so it's like yes developers should be paid and not crunched we've argued Mm -hmm. about this for a year you know every Mm -hmm. fucking week on this goddamn podcast (laughs) but also there are shitty people at the top who will take advantage of, of people who buy games so it's you know it's you also have to you have to argue for the consumer sometimes. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. But we'll have to see. If someone exploits yes. it, they're going to get a ton of backlash. And then maybe the next company won't do that. Well, we'll right? find out. Yeah, We'll, we'll have to find out. But I, I say open the gates. Variable pricing, go for it. 
We'll see what happens. And okay. I understand it might make some things more expensive and that's not easy on people. I want to make sure it's it's clear. I'm not just saying like, well, then just spend Andy said dollars. poor people are fucked. And no, I don't no. care. That's what I he said what, directly. I think what you I deep, sleep screw, on my you bed don't get of to money. Have fun. You don't get to have fun with all the cool things no, no, until no, no. years from now when you have enough money. Because I think this it. is what, and I think this is what makes me mad. Mm. And maybe mad's not the right word, but I am, ex- I'm expressing his frustration is that yes, it's a difference of $10, but for some reason I get kind of mad when people say like, Oh, that's way too expensive. That's unreasonable. And it's like, you're playing in an expensive hobby. You're playing in an expensive space. And you were, if you wanted to buy this game at 60, you had a path to saving to $60. Well, then you might need to wait later. You might need to do something else. That's that's a to 70. That's a touch. But think about the think about your edge on when you think on your money. Right. Andy. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a there's there's a path when there's it's one dollar too much. Right. There's a theoretical on your end. Right. Mm -hmm. So in that line. Right. If if you saw something like you, let's say you were willing to pay something for like two hundred dollars, you're willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Two hundred twenty five though. Mm-hmm. Mm. But and, but yeah. then I, I but theoretically, it's only twenty five dollars more. Why is that too much for you? No 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 no. I'm not trying to frame that ten dollars is disposable. What I'm trying to frame is that if there's a path to sixty. Then through and it might mean it takes longer. It might mean it takes waiting for a sale. It might mean waiting for resale. It might mean different things. But if you're if you're playing in a space that's an expensive hobby, it's just well, expensive. Well, it's, it's Andy, just the diff. I just I get so frustrated. But, that but so Andy, sometimes not, not, but not everybody. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I think you're gonna understand the thing. Yeah, not everybody are, are disposable income man children that we are, Andy. No, no, like, no, no. You know, no, 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 but listen, but listen, like their parents, right? And their kid wants games and things like that. Yeah. You know, they have to balance it. So it's like that's that's the that's the this balance. Has, that, this has nothing to do though with ten dollars being disposable immediately. It just means maybe you wait longer. Like no no no, but the, the point making rate is it's ten dollars now. Yes. And then it's twenty dollars in a year and that's thirty dollars and so, you know what I mean? That's the that's the thing we're saying is like But I don't if, think these is, reactions is we, are the sliding scale. I think the reactions are just a jump. Well, and I think yeah. I just get frustrated of it's I understand ten dollars is a lot of money. It can be a big difference. But if you're going to spend sixty on something, I I, I think there's a way and, and it might just mean time. It might mean months. But you can still that's, get there because you decided to drop three or four hundred on a system. You decided to buy other games. You know, like it's it's an expensive space. We gotta and get Andy, Charles. We gotta get Andy out of Wisconsin. I just <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, maybe I, maybe lower not, your drinking at this time. I just yeah. don't see it. I mean, like, that's my hot take. But, when it comes but, down to yeah. ten dollars, if it comes down to ten dollars being the end of everything, then you shouldn't be you sh- like oh god. Not that but, you should buy someone you're fun. People need these types yeah. of things too to enjoy. But it's just it frustrates me when it comes to that. Well, I, I don't and, know. What and the other thing, Andy, is people are reacting viscerally, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's their initial reaction to it. It's a surprise. One, and yeah. it's unprecedented. Why wouldn't people be like surprised, angry, whatever? 
That's it. And we're not, it's not like you could follow them to see them at when they calm down or be okay or do whatever. That's my cool. initial reaction to $70. Just doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, that's, that's true. It. But you know, I get it. They're still going to do it. It's not like the jump to 70 didn't like change my opinion. Like I was like, yeah, this was probably going to happen at some point. I mentally knew that in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Other people aren't like that. Other people aren't casuals. That's it. <laughs> I like I like the way you framed that in that I am reacting to someone's first reaction and that first reactions are allowed to be what they are, right? And they can be exaggerated or exaggerated maybe isn't the right word, but it's it's shocking and you're processing and you say things and you do things, but once you have the time to and space to figure it out, then you might think differently. And not that it means they have to come over to my side, but I'm reacting to an initial reaction emotion. And I think I like that. That's, that is not, that's not the best thing for me to react to. So I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that call out. I still In believe general- what I believe, but I like the way, the way you framed that. Um, cause it gives me a different lens to view all those comments through always, mm. always d- discuss the point and not people's reaction to the point. That's, I think that is always a good, yeah. good way. To- don't argue to the emotions of things. Yeah, true. It's just, I don't know. I really like detoid and usually I feel like they're level headed, but I always see them getting sensed about this, but that's fair. That's what comments are for. Right. And that's a lot of times what makes detoid fun. Um, and then just because it comes across like some weird hill I want to die on doesn't mean I need to get mad at um, That's true, people getting uh, people are allowed to have their reactions. Why should I be mad at something frozen in time? doesn't make sense. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. I can't get mad at just initial reactions. Oh, Randy, I have something you get mad at. I've grown. Hmm. Hogwarts legacy. <laughs> I don't know. What about uh, it? Oh man, uh, Andy's Andy's really in a in a mood, so I don't know. Maybe this is the best time to have this sensitive conversation, but we're gonna try. What? No, uh, take advantage of my um. We'll see. I decided Let's... to spike my Moscow Mule some more. Jesus I'm a bartender Christ. now, but I can be a bartender with liberties. Okay. Jesus Christ, Andy. <laughs> All right. Uh, you look in the mirror and go, double. "For you, I got you a double," and you wink to yourself in the <laughs> yeah. mirror. Um, Hogwarts Legacy came out. It's well, hmm. it's good in my fantasy it's good. draft. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's good enough. I think is the, uh, is the terminology is because it's very interesting. If you read a lot of the reviews from people who did review it, uh, we'll get to that in one second. Um, is that basically it's like, well, you know, there's this and some areas are a little content bare or, you know, there's oh, this little buggy here, but I get to walk around in Harry Potter and write a hippogriff nine out of 10. <laughs> um, and I think this is very much a game where it's like, if you love Harry Potter, this is the game you've been waiting for. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> However, the other side of this uh, fun little coin is JK Rowling's piece of shit. Um, and she has literally said that any money she makes from Harry Potter, but she takes as a, a, uh, as a, what's the word? Endorsement. Yeah. Endorsement is close enough. Endorsement of her. Yes. Yeah, she says that much that the more money I make and people spend on Harry Potter are just people endorsing my views 
that trans people don't. No, have. she did not say that. She did say that. No. I mean, that sounds like something some uh, you somebody would say if you're being spiteful and angry. Yeah. Yeah. She. Oh, she, I guess I could see her reacting to that's okay. Yep, yep, that yep. doesn't. I mean, that's not true. I don't have the exact wording, but I have I have seen it and I have had it repeated enough that I am willing to commit to it. That more or less. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, you know, this puts everyone in a very weird position um, because, very frankly, we shouldn't support this game. And I know there's the argument, the devs, they put their life into it. Yes. But. That doesn't avoid the fact that every sale of Hogwarts Legacy puts money in J.K. Rowling's pocket. And to your point, Andy, luxury game, right? Um, it's very easy to go to. There's no ethical consumption in capitalism when mm-hmm. you're, you know, have to buy things to live. You don't need to buy a Harry Potter game to right. live. Um, right. Are either of you big Harry Potter fans? Pre J.K. Rowling being a piece of shit. Oh, giant! You I were would... a big giant, Charles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Pottermore turned out. I think my patroness was an otter. <laughs> it's like Hermione's. And um, what about you? I've Andy? always wanted to be a uh, what's it? A uh, Ravenclaw, but they keep putting me in Gryffindor. It's really You're too brave, Charles. Too brave. Yeah. That's it. What about you, Especially, Andy? Where's, I, where's, didn't, where? I didn't really engage with them growing up. I read like all of them my senior year of high school or like freshman year of college. So I. I'm kind of indifferent to it. I always, I just missed it. I mm. think like, cause I'm just one year older than you, Andy. So mm. I, I, I think I just missed the train. So mm. never really, I saw, I haven't seen all of the movies. I've definitely seen a couple of them. Yeah, um, I've, I've never, re- I've never read a single book. Um, I read so, them out of like, cause like all my fr- like, cause the last one was coming out the very, very last one. And I remember mm-hmm. I like, I wanted to be a part of the hype. And so I just binged all the books while listening to a, like a Regina Spectre album. So now like Regina Spectre in my mind is forever tied to Harry Potter. I, I have that with a lot of books too. Yeah. Just listening to certain. Yeah. yeah. But so, so, okay. So Charles, big fan, Andy, moderate fan, yeah. me, not fan at all. So, and yeah, for me, it's super easy, right? To go, well, I support trans people. I don't love Harry Potter. It's super easy not to play this game. Um, mm. <laughs> um, I can understand the side of the coin where people are like, Harry Potter is a big part of my life growing up. And this is in, you know, this is always to separate the art from the artist argument, which is always a fun conversation. <laughs> but, um, you know, like people have a lot of their lives and their youth and how they developed as a person in these worlds. And yeah. I understand that attachment. Yeah. But it's so tough. It's so tough to like, have such a sh- like this is not a threat but like if jk rowling was dead <laughs> it would be a it would be a lot easier to go well okay i can play the game you know what i mean like yeah. like there are people who get upset like about um, michael jackson stuff like these days after things that came out after his death but it's like well he's dead you know mm-hmm. at this point um but it's uh with jk rowling it's like uh, it's so tough it's so tough to just separate this and i'm not gonna sit neither of us um charles 
you are the closest to having issues. Andy and I have no issues. Charles, you're a person of color, so you at least have some challenges in your life. Um, but like every I'm day. not going to sit here. <laughs> huh? Huh? Every day. Every, every day. day. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say I understand the plight of trans people, obviously. Yeah. But, um, and, you know, the literal mental anguish that can cause them. But it's also, it's just... It's, it's so weird. It's just there's people, and I think, Andy, this goes back to you're getting caught in the outrage, right? There's innocent people on either side of the spectrum who love Harry Potter and are separated from J.K. Rowling's bullshit, and trans people who, frankly speaking, feel are, are probably Harry Potter fans and have been fucked by this, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, and then in the middle, you have people just fighting about it. Like, how dare you play this game? How dare you tell me I can't play this game? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then it's in the middle easy. of it, you're, and then overall, you're just arguing over a game. Yeah. And yeah. that's, and that's like the most annoying part. Cause like, yeah, yeah. sure. You, you fit, you're done with that argument, but you didn't solve the overall problem, which is even yeah. more painful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, for my experience as a minority, when I deal with my issues and, you know, yeah. being non-white, um, I, you know, I've always found it that there was a camaraderie with other minorities when suffering through other mm-hmm. systems and then you know you look around and you see these things happen and you know from my opinion it's never about the hope of things changing mm. uh you just kind of laugh at the situation you're in because you, that's what you have that's what you have you just you're not changing it you're right you can't just fix it all right like i'm not fixing the system as we have it we're still we still have these police uh, for one right um and i don't know if we'll ever get that solved to be honest um but you know when you when you're you know minority recognizing other minorities and just being like yeah we're all suffering in this together sometimes it's like uh like listen we can't do anything about it like what does this matter even more like Mm. type thing and and, you know that does sound very sad sure i get it um and i and we have made strides and improvements over time for everything else but like when you, you know, it could get really disappointing in a scale. Uh, and for instance, Harry Potter peak concurrency is almost 489,000 people playing in the past yeah. 24 hours. Uh, it, nope, and we've talked awful, about that. A lot of people playing this game. Well, we talked a lot, a lot lead up to this is the kind of game that brings people in who don't normally <laughs> play games, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's decent. I think is the it's not shitty like you know there's a lot of like you know these IP games they come out and they're not good outside of like Lego games right like they're the only people who consistently make good IP games um, but this is like a, a real chance for people like outside of like going to Universal Studios or whatever to like live in the Harry Potter world and ugh, I don't know it's I hmm, it I, I don't want to shame anyone for playing the game, but I do think it's like, you know, if you, if you can not play it, you shouldn't play it. Like, honestly. Yeah. And like this, is yeah, this one is one of the weirder ones. Cause honestly, normally I could uh, separate art from the artist. If a awful, horrible person comes up with a good idea that could help a lot of people, I'll still take that good idea. Uh, this is something. Power is such different. a great song. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Power is a good song. <laughs> listen, I'll still listen if it happens to come on. I'm just not going to play it myself, okay? But um 
but the thing here is just I the author has already said they'll actively use your money to do other things that are pretty bad. So you know what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, yeah. you know, maybe this one you could take a hit on. Yeah. Or at the very least, pirate it. Do something <laughs> where the money doesn't go, you know, the money yeah. doesn't go to where uh to do bad things. Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know. You know, I, it's, I've seen a lot of streamers, and, you know, for streamers, right, it's their livelihood. This is the hot game. They have to play it. That's another fun conversation about capitalism in there. I've seen a couple of them who are playing it donate any ad revenue or streaming revenue that they get while they're playing it to trans organizations. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of a karmic offset, if you will. Um, I think if you're going to play the game, maybe that's the least you can do. But, hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it's the big story, um, you know, between the direct. I, I'm glad the direct came because we didn't have to spend 45 minutes talking about this. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to shame anyone. But my recommendation is don't play it. Andy, you've been silent. Are you, have you fallen drunk? I'm too drunk to have a take on this right now. <laughs> uh, he has all his energy on money. I don't. I'm a <laughs> little like, bit worried. And he's like, mm, trans rights, this is a little too hot for me. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm sitting here thinking like, uh-oh, why don't I care as much? <laughs> oh, Andy. Well, wait, you don't care what? I, as a matter Super. of... Smoothie, I know. Smooth this over for yourself real quick. No, well, I don't want to lie. Oh, God. <laughs> Free market capitalist, Andy, says. God, when did I become a capitalist? How's that boot taste? Oh, I think the only thing I mean to say is, like... Andy, quick, you, quickly, you, you you support trans rights. Just well, say that, of course. I, I would okay, hope that goes right. without saying. No, this just, is in oh, no just, way. Why don't you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more towards, and you even said too, it's such a big conversation. It's like support the art or the artist, right? Yeah. And it has just become so well, like it in my mind, but granted I'm not that much part of the fandom. Oh, God, well, I'll just say the words is that it feels like J.K. Rowling has become such a villain and like cartoonishly so, which has its own problems in terms of like then we lose sight of what the actual problem is. But it's like it feels like to me right now she is separate from the content because I feel like well, the content now has fallen so from the outside looking in. It feels like it it is either being reclaimed by the people who enjoyed it and it became important to and are doing new things with it. And I feel like she that's gone. That's out of her hands. That's in the hands of other people now. I do agree with you on that point, Andy, but it doesn't change the fact she still gets money from it. And and literally that is just the evil of capitalism. capitalism. And honestly, in this case, I would, I just, for me, I do not see the purchase as an endorsement of her. Even if money gets to her pocket, there's nothing we could have done. I mean, that's the thing, right? I'm, that's I think that's the point I was trying to make where it's like, I'm not going to say anybody who buys or plays this game yeah, is, I, is unsupportive of trans people. Right. But 
I think there's an option there <laughs> where you could be more supportive. You know what I mean? There's, Essentially. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of, and I think this was suggested by our Bayonetta actress or voice actresses, maybe pirate it and then donate um, to some type of organization. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, these, again, I'm sorry, but it's like these poor devs, right? Well, Andy, I'm, that game sold well enough. They're fine. I, yeah, they probably are. Well, they're fine because everybody else is unconscionable. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're, we're relying You're on sitting all here in our ivory tower, yeah, exactly. over morals. Uh, yeah. Let them do the work. Um, but I would, it feels like Harry Potter is, to me, Harry Potter is bigger than J.K. Rowling now. She's just an evil trans hating woman who just does it. God, shut up. Shut up. She's causing yeah. her own problems. She's yeah. I mean, there are no toilets in Hogwarts. They just take they just evaporate from somebody. <laughs> oh, sorry, Charles. I didn't hear that. No, I was saying like if only it was if it was possible to take a property away from somebody. Yeah. You know? Just yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Kind Percy of, Jackson guy do anything bad? I can't remember. I think yeah, he's I mean, not. I, I mean, the, uh, Orson Scott Card Ender's Game guy does bad things. Oh yeah, he's he's awful. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big anti-Semite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. I, again though too, like the, you know, especially for older times. Like I like to think like you know, all the historical figures I like or thought had good ideas. I go and they were also racist. Um, you know, and so like, yeah, the yeah, like they wouldn't want to talk to me guys. about anything. Uh, but you know, like, <laughs> uh, and you know, but the difference there is they're dead. Uh, in this case, not so. Yeah, and I'm not saying anything about whether the state of J.K. Rowling of alive or dead. I do have a preferred state. Um, <laughs> uh, we wish well on all human beings. That's right. Listen, was, what did I used to say? I, whenever it's like, it's like, listen, I would never wish death on anyone, but there's certain people I'll mourn less. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep a little better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she kind of sucks. And thank you to chat. She is the one who made herself into it. A cartoonish turf. Literally. She's the reason I, I learned what a turf was, which is the problem. She platformed a hate movement. So yeah. yeah, she's her own problem. But honestly, to me, Harry Potter is beyond her. What did, the, what did someone say? I heard a great take about Harry Potter that I never realized today, which is that the Weasleys are like poor for all intents and purposes. But meanwhile, Harry's sitting on this hoard of gold that he never helps them with. <laughs> I, well, well I, if I recall, there is an instance in the books where he tries to give them money. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, but yeah, I uh, but yeah, I agree. It's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> a funny situation. Oh boy! Well, we tiptoed through that minefield on this mm. episode of Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I have been your host, James Hartwell. Uh, oh, James, trans rights matter. Maybe don't play the game, Hartwell. <laughs> and I've been joined by. Well, let's see. Where do we go from here, huh? <laughs> uh, Charles, $70 is reasonable for people, but I understand your frustration, Yamat. And I've been joined by... Andy, too drunk for takes. Okay. That's fair. That's a good... Andy, that's a good safe position to take. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Although, maybe I do believe I'm sober, too. I think I just... 
Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>